What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Melodic, and you're listening to STP Radio. Nothing you hear on this show is financial advice. Very emotional uh, intro music. Here, Yo, Chris. what up, Lee? Very emotional. It made me like think about my life. Well, good. Oh, fuck me. Good stuff, baby. What happened there, man? Did you just hit yourself and then tell the whatever hit you to fuck you? Yeah, buddy. Yes, sir. So <laughs> I'm in my 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 office, like you. I'm 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 an office guy, and I rolled back to turn on the light. And on the way back to the mic, I hit my glass case where I keep my expensive cards. Expensive cards? Yeah, hockey cards, NFT cards. You know. So hockey cards and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got these Peden dude, and all honestly, this is kind of sad, but I actually think the V friend cards, the competing collect, um, there's they're actually like more liquid and I get more offers on them than my hockey cards, which is kind of sad. Oh, of course, of course. That I could see. Um, especially like I like hockey's you know, um It's got a PR I, I problem. just don't think it's huh? It's been poorly marketed. Yeah, yeah, hockey's just not popular, like uh, like super popular at least. Um, I don't think it's a terrible sport. It's probably super fun to watch in person, right? Oh, it is. And so, I have a uh, a V friend card. It's this Viking guy. There's like 250 of them, and I've been getting offers for a hundred dollars on their regular, which is kind of crazy. <clears throat> yeah, when I was. Uh... When I was a kid, I collected a bunch of, am I rugging? No, no, I was just saying hello to Code, because he came out and gave us a wave. Yeah, so uh, I collected a bunch of, like, Michael Jordan cards when I was, like, a kid and shit. I still have them, a bunch of Kobe cards, too. I have so many basketball cards, it's ridiculous, man. The GOAT! Yep. I love, Kobe is my favorite player, so I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, man, I was obsessed with Kobe too, man. I and, and I used to play a lot of basketball, so, um, you know, I, I feel like Jordan was a part of like my childhood before I really took basketball serious. Um, and then when I really wanted to, like, because at one point in my life I wanted to be a professional basketball player, so I used to just like emulate everything Kobe. I used to like slow mo this. I used to like record the games and play them back in slow mo so I could like look at his form. Um, but yeah, man. And then I kind of stopped stopped collecting when, like, I guess LeBron's era started, which sucks because you know it would have been nice to have some early LeBron stuff too. But yeah, Kobe was the last one I collected. Yes, I never got into. Unfortunately, I never got into any other sport for collecting. And the reason I say unfortunate is because there's no market for sports I'm collecting, and it seems like. Baseball, basketball, football have just been doing really really well. So, unfortunate for me on that end. But what's going on, Flea? What are we thinking for? Um, are we are we doing this Saturday Bears thing? Like, is this a reality? Yeah, I mean, because uh, I, I work Saturday, so I'd rather do this when I'm working and getting paid for it so I could say I'm like, you know, I'm doing spaces professionally. I mean, technically... <laughs> <laughs> yeah right if you're a professional means you're getting paid to do something so uh, what's the chances that you get busy while you're working and then have to dip very very slim like extremely slim 
But that's why we have Chris, you know. Chris is the other <laughs> part of the show that can, you know, if I do get busy, can just put the weight on his shoulder and carry it. But uh, like I said, I think because around that time, like, it's there's just, like, everything's, like, there's just nothing else going on. So uh, that, that's why I picked that time slot. Like, I think 98% chance that I don't, nothing comes up and we should be good. Beautiful. Those are good odds, Chris. Those All are right. very good odds. I think for my my space, I might start doing it in the evening again. Because the mornings are jam-packed, full of spaces, and it's just like, I don't know. But then the evenings, I think, are a little bit better. This is in the middle, this is in the middle of the day for me. It's 12.30, I start this. And, you know, if you want to do anything that day, it's kind of not at a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You get. You just gotta uh, experiment. That's the thing. You know, hundred percent. Try it out for like a couple weeks and and see if, if the audience like prefers this time and if people prefer to show up because like you can't cross over with like bigger shows. You know, it's just especially if you want if you're trying to take it serious and actually build, you know, a loyal listening base. You know. Yeah. So on that, there's like a couple ways to do that. Just the way I'm doing it, like these, they're not building really anything. Like this is really just to talk to people. But I'm, um, like what we're doing with like, you know, the Saturday show. Like that's something if you can actually curate it a little bit and actually put some effort into it, you can actually kind of build an audience. And I'm working with some other people who want to do some stuff. Like I think those could be good. But the daily thing like this is just, I don't even, like, I don't even, to be honest, if you ask me why am I doing this, I'm not even sure I could give you an answer. Like honestly, like a, like a true answer. Honestly, like I'm taking notes from um, people like Mintage, so they do, like like you said, a structured show or whatever. That's seven, seven p.m. every Wednesday. So they do a week show. I'm trying to get to the point where, like, when I start doing spaces again, like actually being a host, like the anticipation being whenever I actually do a space that the room can be filled up that's what i'm trying to get to yeah that's the way to go so the way i've been thinking so like our monday space the lf girl after party that one fills up purely because nft got usually joins so that's been a good one and then i host the the official fan gang thing on wednesday that one fills up so those are two that i but the thing is like those are like not really me building an audience you know what i'm saying that's just me being a host but that's what I enjoy, so that's fine. But I definitely so the, the thing so I was doing a weekly show, Wednesday nights. But the problem I had with it is simply, I mean, there's ways around it. But like, I want to get like I want to get on space and just like put like I you know I say get the reps. So I want to get the practice in. Like I think hosting is a, is a special skill, and it's good to be in different situations where you have three people, if you have fifty people, a hundred people. So. I think getting in all these different situations is beneficial. And I feel like I'm more at ease now than when I started. Like, I don't have any pressure on myself now when I'm hosting. I feel like I can be a little more myself, for sure. But it is tough when you're just talking to yourself for uh, for an hour. That's for sure. Flea, Code, anything you guys want to chat about? Well, 
didn't know what you guys were getting into. Like, no, that's fair. We got Fetch. I'm gonna see if Fetch can co-op and chat. No, so the way I've been running these, it's like, if it's STB Radio Building Drone the Bear, it's kind of um, no topic. Bring people up, chat, see what's good. Sometimes I'll have topics on. Don't I just sometimes you know when you're running them daily, like having a topic every day is kind of impossible and it gets a little redundant. So I've been kind of going back and forth on that. What? Yo. Yo. Yeah, no, I, I like what Cole was saying about kind of building up to the point where you can just be spontaneous with, like, your spaces and uh, people kind of just show up. Because then, to just, like... Oh, man. Well, nobody's that fucking interesting Bro. to just show up every day and talk shit. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, like, I think you were saying, too, Chris, you just become redundant, man. It's not entertaining. You know Yo. how hard it is to stay, stay entertaining every single day? Yo, Flea, um, I don't know if you could start over, but you rugged, like, during yeah. that. I think it's because I disconnected from my Wi-Fi. I got in the car. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah, I got the second yeah, part, perfect. but I think it was just the first half. Um, shit. I was just saying I, I agree with Code's uh, kind of uh, philosophy, let's say, on, on how he liked he'd like to his spaces to run where you don't schedule it. You kind of just build it up enough so that when you fire one up, people join, you know, because, and then I went into how, you know, I don't think anybody can be that fucking interesting. Cause if you go into these spaces that, that, you know, these guys, I, I don't know, I, I'm going to, I'm about to go on a rant, but these people would seemingly, they ha have mental health issues. Cause that, that shit is just not healthy. Like, uh, what was it? Leap was talking about, he had a fucking nervous breakdown, all this shit. He got to focus on his health. And then, and then he's back to doing fucking seven hours straight spaces. Like, I don't know. There's something there's something wrong with these people, man. Like, there's there's some kind of depression or some shit going on where they just, like, have to show up. And, like, they this is like a drug for them. You know what I mean? They need people to show up and talk to them. And I don't know if that's a healthy place to get to where, like, you're depending on strangers to, like have you know for yourself worth but anyway that's a different topic uh i just think code code's approach is is practical you know i i, I think it's uh it's just better long term no that point's well received and i was just doing some quick math here so here's the thing to true your point please so a it's like two percent of the u.s population is like literally psychopaths which is like, I don't know, 400,000 people, right? So out of the 400,000 people, how many are in crypto Twitter? I mean, I don't know. Probably at least two. And so that's something I think about all the time is like how many of these people are literal psychopaths? And I think some of the big, big, more well-known space hosts might align with that vision. But something else that I was saying, uh, well, no, I wasn't necessarily saying this, but... Um, it was some con piece of content that caught my attention. It was like, it was kind of talking about the why. And then the, the guy made the point of like a significant amount of people aren't really doing a whole lot in their real life. They just live boring lives, which is fine. But when you get some vanity metrics, like say you run a space and 400 people join, like it makes you feel significant and you can become addicted to that. 
but the problem is like what's it matter like what's it for like what does it matter like matter like when, like let's just say twitter gets deleted tomorrow and you don't have that like what do you have so yeah uh, people will get suicidal over that shit they'll start they'll feel like nothing yeah that's why you got to know yourself man <laughs> that's why i preach that all the time <laughs> yeah of course and then the people you know, you get if you just I don't know. I pay attention to like all the nuance, man. I'm paying attention to that night with the, with the whole leap situation and how all these people were like, oh, you know, you need to take a break, this and that. But they're they're perpetuating the shit. They're like encouraging it. As soon as he starts doing these longer spaces, like nobody came up and said, hey, man, you know, like you were just talking about how you needed, you know, to take a break and and this was, you know. Uh, kind of affecting your health and everything like that. Nobody came up and said that. People were just like, yeah, let's fucking rip. Let me engagement farm and jump on stage and get some more followers. That, so you brought up the exact point, which is what I wanted to say. It's like the unfortunate part, and like it's a strategy. It is what it is. I mean, we're all out here hustling, but 90%, of, I don't know. I, wanna, I don't want to throw a percentage on it, but like a lot of the people that engage with larger accounts, even if it's like they're not like, like engaging with NFT God makes sense. He's a big account, gets eyes. It's like he's in our lane. Fair enough. But a lot of the people that engage with this random accounts, it's really just because they want to get eyes on themselves. Like it's it's all me. Like it's me, 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 me. So like people on stage with him don't really care about him. They just want his attention. But I do want to say hello to IV. You know we got Fetch, Fetch and I, incredible space last night. All the homies were there. Fleet came in last minute. Things got spicy. It was amazing. Coach. That's right. I came off. I came off off the bench, hit a buzzer beater. Uh, <laughs> Fetch is a fucking national treasure. I, I love her vibe, her energy. Um, I think she's cool as shit. Uh, I think. Let me see. Uh, she has two hundred thirty-four followers. Underrated. Uh, there's people that have way more followers that have just nothing to fucking offer or say. <laughs> That's the problem with this space. Back to you, Chris. <clears throat> Chris, you know, I just wanted to chime in here just because you guys were talking about a great thing. What's good, everyone? But, you know, you made it kind of sound like not only is everyone psycho, but they're also like narcissists because if they're doing everything, you know, to bring attention back to them, I, I guess, yeah, they're always just self-serving. So not I only are we psychos. I think, I think you have to be. Like, if you want to be an influencer, you're, you're kind of a narcissist at the core. Like, let's just put that out there. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I actually agree too. <laughs> Yo, I think that's when that's where it's it's really nice to find uh, strike a balance, right? Because you can't skew just one way and just come in here like the fucking Dalai Lama and just you know think you you know nobody's doing that. You think I think it's nice to just walk down the middle where yeah, some of what you do is for yourself and, and you know you want, you're trying to build something, but then at the other side of the like the coin is like you're really trying to bring value to people. And you really care about like talking to people because that's my thing, like that, that's the only reason why I want followers, right? Like, like I don't know if I told you, Chris. Like, I, once I get to 10k, I don't give a fuck. I just want that 10k number. But I like talking to people. I like putting an idea out. Like, if I'm just like doing something and just tweet, blah 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 blah. blah do you do, 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 do like ask questions and get interactions with people? I always have loved that. You know what I mean? It's not about. I'm not trying to monetize anybody. Like, I just want to continue to grow as a person. And and then help other people as well, like with shit I learned. But well, not, I'm not trying to be an influencer. Let me just put that out there. No, I feel that 100%. Like my my ideal situation is I can fire for space, and then there's like 
10 to 15 people there and maybe five who always come up and talk. Like basically what I'm doing. Like I'm like this situation right now is is super ideal. Yo, fetch. Fetch. No hands. Code, no hands. We just when it's like double dutch. When you see a fucking pause, jump in there. Okay, perfect. Good to know. When <laughs> know when, when flees on the face. scene, no hands. <laughs> Yes, uh, I just want to say thank you so much, Flea, for the kind words. That was so sweet of you. And I love where this conversation's going uh, because I know, Flea, you just said about it just before, but I was going to chime in and say how a lot of them just aren't offering anything that's valuable or anything that can help people grow or learn or anything like that. It's just more of like Chris said about the vanity metrics and just wanting to be popular and just literally basing your life on how many likes and everything you get when there's a lot more to life than that. And I just want to connect with people and with like-minded people because a lot of my friends, like my in real life friends, they don't have the same mindset as me. And like all of you guys connecting with you just makes me want to level up and become a better person. So that's what I have to say about that. (laughs) That's a great point. And it made me think, so maybe last week I talked to P.O. and I was fucking terrified because it didn't go down as I was expecting. But what he said on that call was like 90% of the people, sorry, 90% of the NFT and crypto influencers, he has no idea what the fuck they're offering were his words. And I was like, fair, same. Like, what are they offering? But he, he was giving major roses to NFT God for what he's building. And he also bring up the point that like most of the people that are talking shit, it's because the person they're talking shit to is built exactly what they've built, which like made me think a lot. Like I've heard that before and it made me think. So I don't know if you guys seen the Skybrook drop, the Josh, whatever thing. Have you, has anyone seen that drop? It was like a Freeman. I was, I was like checking it out. I actually didn't like hear really too much about it, but I heard you had to like put in an application and everything. How'd it go? Yeah. So here's the thing. So that's how... He and I would, um, you know, we've, we've shared some DMs. He agreed to come on my show, like whatever. This was before the thing. And I thought of him as, and so this all does tie together. I thought of him as like a builder, like one of the good guys. I'm not saying he's not, like he definitely is. He's trying some stuff. But he's a you, fucking asshole, Chris. I'll say it for you. Go ahead. Though. Okay. <laughs> so here's, <laughs> here's the thing. He starts his project, okay? And he talks about how good he is at business and, and like all this kind of stuff. But to get on the project and he comes in acting like a sink that it's free. Like you have to like, like I have to build the business and then I like, like I have to build the business, show that I'm worth it. And then we can put a price tag on it. Right. Which is a narrative people will, will eat up. So that's like a smart approach, but to get on the, to get on the application thing, you had to like retweet and enter the newsletter. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, fuck this. Like, get out of here with that. But, like, people are just loving it. And now, quote-unquote, he's got the biggest newsletter in the NFT community simply because people want the opportunity to get free money, right? So that's how I'm looking at it. And it's like, okay, I can disagree with that process, but still like the guy, respect the guy. Like, if he hops in the space, like, we'll have a great conversation. Like, I respect him as a human being. But I really, like, just hate that whole process and how... Now all these people are just like loving him and, and saying how smart he is and all this kind of stuff, which is like, I guess he is because he, he's got like 15,000 people on the newsletter. But um, the point was, what was the point? Let me, yeah, I forget the point. I honestly got. 
it, it was probably that, you know, everyone's like a narcissist, and that's a prime example of narcissism, and he's just getting numbers because all he wants to do is grow his newsletter and, you know, make a great project. He doesn't really oh, care. About I had an overarching point to tie it all together. I'm a crazy person. I'm one of these fucking psychos, man. You know, I feel you. I actually wanted to uh, go off of one of Fetch's points, uh, though, because, you know, she made a great point about, like, how she came into this space and, like, like wanting the networking or network in this space and meet uh, people here and get their perspectives because, like, her friends may not be, like, aligned. I'm 19, so I actually struggled with, like, that same thing. A lot of my friends, you know, they're getting ready to go to college and stuff, and, like, me, I chose a different route. I was like, fuck that shit. I'm going to focus on myself. I'm going to go my own learning route and, you know, I, t- I took that opportunity to meet a ton of people in this space. And like, it's because I got tired of like the, oh shit, that's crazy. Like that was the only perspective they would give me on my stuff. So, you know, that's, and that's why I'm going off Flea as well. You know, he likes to get that 10K mark to where you can tweet an idea, get a perspective from other people. That is what I love. Literally like the main reason I make my stuff is like building the relationships so that when I'm posting my ideas, posting my things and like teaching, I can get their perspectives in the replies and it's a better perspective than what I would get in my IRL circle. So a huge, a huge thing off there. Just both of your guys' points. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, that is the ultimate goal. The ability to like crowdsource information is in really powerful. Um, and real quick, I did actually, Oh my God, Siri's talking to me. Get out of here, Siri. Um, okay. So the point that I was making originally, circling my thoughts, because as you were speaking, I, I had a chance to like slow, slow down and, and think. Um, the point was that he basically has built what I would want to build, right? So my thought is like, okay, am I a hater or am I righteous? Like, like what is that line? What, like, what does that look like? Because in theory, I could probably implement a similar strategy and get similar results, maybe watered down a bit, but similar. But I, I don't. So I don't know. It's just a noble thought that I had that I want to throw into the universe is that am I a hater? Am I or am I jealous? Or am I just aligned with my own morals? I don't know. That's a good point. I think you're more aligned with your morals. Oh, man. These people are beeping and beeping. What the fuck? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Man? Yeah. But uh, I think when you're aligned with your purpose, like, and then you're honest with that and transparent about it, like, you have no reason on, on by your, well, on yourself to feel any, any, uh, anything's wrong. Like, that's on the other person, to be honest. Like, for instance, um, I think I'm realizing on Twitter, like, I mean, we're all learning and shit, but, uh, I think honestly, like, I used to fall in that category, like, yeah, like, I'm not gonna follow you, like, if you don't interact with my stuff and stuff, but uh, it's, like, it's way more than that, like, to be honest, um, like, I'm just trying to build relationships with people in the same vein, like, and I have dope conversations and stuff like that, but uh, I do see, like, you gotta be honest with yourself, like, there's gonna be a drop-off of people in your life, like, even in this Twitter space. So you may be in some spaces with people and then maybe next week they their um their stuff doesn't align with you. Like maybe they like you gotta give stuff some time, yo, because like I, I'm really patient about stuff sometimes. 
Um, sometimes I jump into stuff too quick. And um, you got to kind of see what people are about because um, next week they might start talking about some wild ass shit. Like, and yeah, like some wild ass shit that like, or some racist shit. So then you just got to, yeah. And then that goes into you being fake and shit because you unfollowed them and all this bullshit. Nah, you just align with your purpose. That's That's what I believe. Yeah, you bring up great points. One of them is like how your circle changes, like your real life circle changes a lot. Your friends as you come in and go to jobs and in and out of school and different things like that. So let alone your Twitter friends. I mean, the friction is just not there. Plus, a lot of the friend groups are aligned by algorithms. And if the algorithm stops showing you the thing, it's easy to kind of like not even think about the person. So that's a fair point. And the other thing I was going to say on so here's the thing. Here's another thought, too. It's like I was actually going to write an article on my thoughts on the, that mint and, and how we did that. But I'm like, how is that going to be perceived? Like, I just like I want to use this as an opportunity to express myself and how I feel about it and not necessarily fud it, but like just a form of expression. But I'm not, like, I'm it's like I'm not going to do it because is it just being a hater? You know what I mean? Like, I struggle with this. Like, like where's the line? I feel like like Fleek probably has some experience with like threading the needle between like being critical and being perceived as straight up fun. It's very, it's actually very simple, man. Um, just like look for authenticity in people, you know, like, I don't know, man. I, I want to comment on another situation, but I'll just keep it simple. Do I, it. I think... What's to lose? No one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, not this time, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. When when people start to do things that are that are sketchy or or they start to sound like they're full of shit, like it's not hard to spot. You know what I mean? You just once you take people off a pedestal and you humanize them, you kind of start to see like like who they really are, you know. Um, but when you blind yourself by like idolizing people, that puts you in dangerous territory. That puts you in a position to be manipulated. Um, it's just it's just not good, you know. So, I don't know. Does that make sense? Does that make the oh, most yeah. sense? Go ahead, Evan. I'm not good at multitasking, so I, I just feel like I'm all over the fucking place right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. That, like, made total sense. But, and that, like, it kind of made me think, like, Chris, you, you, like, honestly, you should be asking yourself, like, why not? And, you know, you're just worried that everyone's going to take it in the wrong way, that it's going to be, like, you know, a flame. But, honestly, dude it's better for the space to see that just like flea said like you're you basically could humanize um and or josh for like everyone basically show him like yeah he's not on this pedestal that we're putting him on like you should show the bad parts of what he's doing because to me i think that all of these followers that he's bringing in and all of these like new subscribers dude they're not even going to be paying attention to his community a month from now like once they get what they have wanted they're just going to like okay i got it now i'm just going to wait for it to pump sell it i'm gone like that's not like me and you, we always talk about like that's not what you want. So honestly, great share point. it and share the bad stuff. Yeah, great, great point. I couldn't agree more. I, I think when you do things like that, like Ivy said, like when you incentivize things, like you're you're making people want something for the wrong reasons, right? Rather than it's just like okay, it's good. You know what I mean? Like Post Malone doesn't have to like give out free tickets or fucking give you an NFT to show up to a show. He's talented. People want to go. You know what I mean? Imagine like. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm going to stop here. <laughs> That's gold. Yeah, yeah Chris, so, you got it. So, exactly. So, here's the thing. Last time I did this, so here's an example. So, I find 
maybe in this community more than others because it's new, people are sensitive and there's bags on the line, right? There, it, it's hard to have critical conversations and people can't separate business from personal. Like if I were to write that article, it's purely about that strategy. It's got nothing to do with what I think the price is going to go or him as a person. Like they're separate. I don't like that strategy. This is why I think this is going to fail. Oh, no. Right. You know what? I think I think Josh would also like you sharing your perspective, by the way. He would love that. My bad. Don't cut you off. And so I did this before and it didn't go well. So I don't know if you guys know NFT boy. He's like well known in the space. I think he probably I mean, I don't know for sure, but he definitely connects his account to Alpha Bot. He like he engagement farms, but he does hustle. So you got to give him respect for that. But he uh, partnered with this project. It was it was I honestly maybe Friday beer or something like that. And they overallocated as they should to sell out, I guess. And uh, what happened was it sold out really quick. And a lot of people who wanted to mint it were legitimately excited to mint it, didn't get to mint it. And they posted a tweet saying how proud they were of themselves that they minted out. Congratulations, we minted out. And meanwhile, there's like 4,000 people who didn't get to mint. So I tweeted, like I responded to the tweet, like this is very tone deaf. There's a lot of people who didn't get to mint who wanted to. And because of that, and it got like a whole bunch of like, it was um, like one of the top comments on the on the post. But because of that, I literally got so much backlash, like influencers who were in this project were like messaging me telling me to delete it. And like, that's like, I thought you were one of the homies, like all this backlash. And I'm like, this is a fair point. Like, I think it's bullshit. And I spoke up about it. Like, what's up? And I literally from that circle, I got like banished. Like I lost all connections, like that whole circle just kind of like disown me because i didn't align with their vision that's some good content right there man you should fucking post all the receipts write a story or a video or whatever that's content right there man expose motherfuckers dude i was gonna say the same shit Flea. i literally was gonna be like chris that is like a viral ass like that is like a content like wave right there that you could just completely chuck on this space and you would catch us all off guard like people seeing that drama too man that, that shit just sells do you know oh, what yeah. though like i have real life friends in these circles and stuff and like, i i just don't want so like the whole alpha community is severely rigged and broken like the whitelist thing is fucking incredible like i was doing it myself i would get these big projects like i don't know if you know super normal it, when it came out it went to like eight eth but like i had like 10 spots for it and like like you just give them to your friends and homies and keep them for yourself and you run like half of them like i don't do it anymore but like when we run in these circles like the whole alpha community is broken like it's toxic and I, I really hate it <clears throat> but yeah oh, yeah go ahead yeah <laughs> yeah i got you um because i got that was just like plea i actually had like a great point there i mean i always loved watching the content like you know you have um i forgot the youtuber's name but he like just did a story on logan paul and how like he just scammed everyone with crypto zoo like that content catches everyone's attention and like I would love to hear Chris, like if you dive into that, like, I think it would be worth even like messing up some of the relationships because <laughs> I think those relationships are bad to begin with if they are the ones trying to manipulate and only care for themselves anyways. So yeah. honestly, go hard, bro. 100%. What relationship? Somebody's trying to uh, like tell you what to do. I don't think I like, it's cool when people give you like advice that helps you, right? like you're doing something harmful or whatever but when you're trying to grow and you're doing something it just seems like people are hating like and, and it goes back to like the narcissistic shit like they're worried about you know they're not worried about you they're worried about 
let's essentially themselves and, and you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally agree. That's so that's like the overarching point here is that I honestly think that it's very hard to give like honest critical feedback from a place of genuine care, like in this space because it's so like there's just so much emotion and there's so much bags on the line and people really can't separate like business from personal. Like they're two separate things. Like if you go to a business meeting and it doesn't go, well, it doesn't mean you hate those people. I mean, I don't, I mean, I think it should be that way, but maybe that's a utopia. I, I really like this point, Chris, cause like you're right. Like this space is super emotional because we have our money tied up and JPEGs and, you know, everyone is hoping for that thing that, Hey, we want it to go up. We want it to go up. We want it to go up. And any like reply or any bad sentiment will like hurt them. Like they will feel that straight to the core. So yeah, you think it's a touchy subject. You're totally right. And honestly, this is like, this is going to come with maturing of the space. We need to fucking grow out of that. Like that, that cannot happen because we're not going to get better. We're not going to make better and rational decisions by always listening to our emotions. Like don't post that bad sentiment. We need this project to do well. Like that's not how it works. The project should do well because it's a good project. Like we just can't have that. So honestly, man, I'm telling you, expose the hell out of them. <laughs> no. So here's here's my thought. I'm, I'm I've written down on a notepad, dated, how I think this this Skybrook thing's gonna go, and then when it inevitably happens because it was built a certain way, I'm gonna post it then. Because oh, then, that would be perfect. That would be perfect. Right? Because then it's like no one can say anything. Like it's it's. The proof is in the pudding at that point. Yeah, and you like waited, you know, you waited for everyone to little settle down. It's not like in the heat of the moment and like you could like just prove them right even still. Like that would be perfect. Well, because like the thing is like when it happens, it's so easy to say, I told you so. Like, oh, I knew this was going to happen when it's happened already. But if you can make the prediction before it happens and then hit them with the spicy content, it just, I feel like it just hits harder. And the only reason I'm on, I want to make the point is because like I actually believe I'm, pushing whatever it is i'm pushing in like the right direction like in my personal opinion is like launch a project do your thing man like i i support you 100 percent. but from the time it was announced the time it minted was like two months at the most like what if you minted it next year and you picked your 1000 people in the dms without making it a public thing like what does that look like like why like what does that look like yeah, I, I can tell you like from the outsider's perspective that you would be doing like a great thing. You know, just like I said, we need that corrective criticism and doing it in that light and showcasing it to everyone is like how we can actually make an impact. So definitely, man, like you can make it yourself. You got it. It's in your hands. Spicy, bro. We're spicy out here. You know what the problem is with this space, man? It's, uh, it's just built on, on top of like the most uh the ugliest of human like characteristics and, and traits like greed like selfishness uh, uh envy like it's all built on that man like no one's really trying to help anyone else for the most part anyone who like tries to tell you otherwise they're just a wolf in sheep's clothing man it's an unfortunate truth that is kind of the overarching thing and I would like to think during like these times, and you know, like people, we, we're calling this the bear market, but I still find that hard to like wrap my head around how like so much ridiculous things go up in value even in a bear market. But like maybe that's a different conversation. But um, you know, that is definitely the space summed up in terms of the price action. But I would say as a web, like quote unquote crypto Twitter, I guess I'll say there's definitely a lot of good behavior going on, and on that wavelength, we got fetched down there on her lunch break. 
stomping in to say hello. Especially, like, why no. are you? What? She's not leaving, is she? No, 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 no. I just wanted to hear her speak. I want to see what's on her yeah, mind. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I just want to hear Fetch speak. That's really, I just want to hear her voice, to be honest. Anything. Okay. Um, I love everything you guys are saying about this. And Chris, need you need to post that. Like, you just have to do it. Because it. I'm sure, like many of us, a lot of people are thinking the same thing. And you voicing your opinion, not in, like, a mean way, but going about it like, hey this probably isn't going to work. You're, you're going about this the wrong way. If we want this space to grow, we need different people in it doing, you know, different things to help, you know, lift, lift others up and just be a part of a community. And the other thing that you were saying about the, the last project, when you, you, you acted like they seemed like you, you were fighting them and stuff. Like those are not people you want in your life if they're going to attack you like that. Like what? Like I, I would never do that. Like be, be all in your messages and be like, yo, take that down, take that down. That makes no sense. Like obviously there's something bigger like dealing that they're dealing with some insecurities or something like that. Because if you know that you have a solid project you know that things are going behind the scenes that are going to work well. You don't have to go out and publicly like shame someone because they said something mean about your project. That that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no, that's well received. And the reality is it's like, even to that point, it's like, I still liked the project. I still, I literally went and bought one. Like I actually speak louder than words. I bought on secondary. The Literally, it's like, don't read too deep into this thing. Like it's, face value like this message was tone deaf maybe just apologize to the people who didn't mint like that's literally all i was trying to say and um yeah to be and since then i've actually muted such accounts i don't i i, I don't have the kahunas yet to be blocking these people like i haven't gotten to that point yet but i've muted them and i've cut off connections so yeah i mean you're just dealing with like please said the wolf in sheep's clothing right now and honestly like I am blinded myself from things like that because I'm always in a perspective that everyone wants the best for this space because like we want global adoption. We want like everyone is wanting to work towards that. Like in my mind, I'm always thinking like, oh, like, yeah, that's what we're all working towards. Meanwhile, so the guy me. just wants a Tesla fucking Model S plaid and a big ass fucking house. <laughs> exactly. Talk about anybody. Exactly. Like then you start to realize as you're in this space more, global adoption doesn't mean shit to the big dogs. I swear. It's always just like, you know, us, we're the ones that like want this to get bigger. We want more people to join this community, but it's the big dogs that are making money. They're like, wait, I want more money. That's what they're focusing on. So we're just missing out. And honestly, when we step back and look at that picture, the bigger picture, it's just like, wow. Honestly, you could even say the smaller picture because like technically we're the ones looking at the bigger picture. We want global adoption. We, like we got to get into their frame, acute it down and just look at it how they are and just see it. Damn, they're, they're scums. So... <laughs> Right. And Artem, just real quick before I, I would love to like something I've always wanted is like, I want to be a fly on the wall in some of these dinners that these like founders have. Like, what are these guys really like, you know, there's got to be some cheeky comments in there. Like, like, you know, some things that would make you think twice, especially some of the influencers. So like, that's a, a thought process. I've always been like, man, what do these guys like really act like in person? Because at NFT NYC, I got in, to some dinners and I was like, so there were some questionable conversations going on amongst um, some founders. So it's something I think about what Artem, what's going on. Yeah. Uh, like this guy, like what you were saying guys, it makes total, total sense. And it brings me to, um, 
like this great quote by Aristotle that it's a sign of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought you don't agree with. Uh, and it's a brilliant quote. Like when you don't agree with something, why do you attack the person straight away? I get that you're emotionally invested. I get that you have your bags in there. I get that you're like fucking afraid and shaking to lose them all. But like entertain yourself with the thought. Like what? what's wrong with it? Like just like put yourself in some other shoes. And like for many people, not only in crypto, but everywhere. It's uh, uh, like, it's just like happens with everyone. I'm sorry, like I'm getting calls right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to like wash them off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, guys. What do you think about it? I think it's a brilliant quote. It actually reminds me of Principles by Ray Dalio. And, and in that book, he, he has a pretty lengthy chapter about like his, one of his principles is like finding out why he may be wrong. Like he goes through extensive work to, to actually poke holes into his own arguments, which I think is definitely a noble cause. And like, I can do that when I'm looking at like my content and my thought process in around like NFTs and crypto Twitter. But when I'm doing that in my personal life, like I cannot, like I'm a lot more thoughtful about myself in this world than I am like personally, right? Which is like a weird dichotomy. Have you read principles? Uh, front yeah. Of, uh... Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The entire thing? Yep. Uh, what's your... We just start, like, a Web3 fucking book club, and I hate the term Web3, but it just is the only way to say NFT motherfuckers. <laughs> I think... Yo, you know the thing that scares people from this space, I think, is two words, because it's buzzwords, NFT and Web3, like like you're saying, because um, <laughs> a lot of people are like, what, what the fuck is Web3? So it's crypto Twitter, right. my my sir, my yeah, good sir. No, don't start with that shit, Chris. That my guy. <laughs> I switched it up, man. I'm sorry, yo, Ivy. I don't know. You weren't here yesterday. I don't my think. My sir, my but, sir. I'm huh? sorry. I called myself out for saying my guy. That's like something like a drunk prostitute says <laughs> to you at the bar. I know, I know. I, I so here's the thing. The other day I said my guy, and it just kind of like I was trying it on for size, you know, like trying on shoes. So I tried it on. It didn't really fit, right? But I, you know, I kept my, my foot in it because they say if you wear the shoe for a bit, it'll fit. It didn't fit. I don't know, man. If you're in the woman's section of fucking Macy's, I don't think uh, trying on shoes, <laughs> right. no matter what you say, is, is a good idea. Moral of the story is I'm dropping my guy, but the shoe's stuck on my foot a little bit. You know, that it's just a little bit too tight. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get that shoe the off. Panty hole, the fucking little, that little pantyhose sock is stuck, <laughs> yeah, it's stuck on there, man. So anyway. Hey, Lee. Well, the, the woman's section worked for Prince. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, you know what? I just want to say I have nothing against that, Chris. If you thoroughly enjoy wearing women's shoes, or if that's your <laughs> thing on the weekends, you like to just maybe throw on a sexy pair of fucking heels. I don't. I don't judge you, man. Like I, I have nothing against that community or any community. No, it's all good. I mean, I, I don't. But if I ever did, I'd be, you know, you'd be the first one I would, you know, let in on that secret. <laughs> yeah. No, I just. I'm just being transparent, man. Like, I. And, and serious at the same time. Like, I don't discriminate against, you know, anybody for, like, their choices or their sexual orientation or any of that shit. Like, you're just trying I to fix people. your shadow block right now. You're shadow <laughs> banned, and you're trying to fix <laughs> no, the algorithm. I, I just, I don't know. My philosophy on things is, is just how people treat other people and, and just, like, their intentions. You know? do run to I others. Think, uh, 
intention is so important as somebody who's constantly fucking cracking jokes and calling people out and fucking around breaking balls my intent is never to hurt people's feelings it's always to make people like have a good time and laugh with me you're radically open-minded which is one of Ray Dalio's principles and you know that's funny that you just said that Chris because I was literally just about to talk about being open-minded because Artem did bring up that great quote and literally one way of being open or one tactic I use for being open-minded is you don't remove yourself from the situation so you can remove those emotions. Like Ooh. when you're in, yeah, when you're in that NFT project and you're seeing all that FUD, remove yourself from the situation. Consider that FUD as like criti corrective criticism. You know, see if you can learn something about your position from that criticism. Like that's the thing. We just gotta, we just gotta like look at it like that. People do gotta start removing themselves from this fucking space because seriously, you're you're just tied up. Your head is just like, oh, like emotions are just going crazy. So I just thought that was a great quote, Artem. And also Flea, we do need a book club. I'm I'm there for that. <laughs> yeah. I think um, you know what a lot of times you ever see in movies, uh, this is not even the point I'm trying to make, but I, it's happening to me now, so I need to just like articulate it so you guys understand. You ever watch movies like where there's like there's a plane, they're like in one of those little like five seater planes, and then the engine turns off and it just goes quiet and it just starts fucking nose diving. That's like how my thought processes happen sometimes. Like I'll have a point, I'll be like in the middle of trying to make the point, and then it just the engine just turns off and it's like oh shit, fucking nose diving. Only Flea can make me picture a plane going down. To ultimately everyone's death, and it's hilarious. <laughs> no, Flea, I like, why can I relate with that? Where, like, you know, people, I'm like the fourth hand up, you know, everyone has hit their point, and, you know, my plane is still working, right? But then the third point just was so off topic or just so out of whack or out of field, <laughs> and I'm just like, nosedive. Like, I literally related with that too much. Yeah, and it happens while you're, like, you're on stage talking, too. Like, you're you're in the middle of trying to make the point, and then you just, fuck, you just lose it. You're like, oh, shit. And then it's just, like, there's... I always feel so stupid when that happens, man. I'm like, uh... That's why sometimes you hear me, like, oh, I'm done, or whatever, because, like, the engine just turned off. Oh, I relate. It happened to me already when I was going on with Josh. I fucking forgot the whole point. <laughs> Look at that. Nah, dude. Look at that. That literally just happened with Flea, you know? Flea was saying something, goes, you know, and I'll just stop now. It's just not working. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know, when I do that, that's what happens. You can just picture Flea's fucking plane with my PFP on it, you know? Fucking cigarette butts flying out the fucking cockpit. I'm not really a smoker, but I just think it looks cool, you know, for the, the picture. So one day I'm going to say Flea's plane just nosedived and only the people here will understand what that means. And it's going to be glorious. Look at that. Inside yeah, we, we definitely should do uh, some kind of book club, man, because for, for the, if, if not for any other reason than accountability um, and also seeing how the same cologne kind of when it mixes with other people's like natural body oils, like how that fucking – I don't know. That's the way I describe books, by the way. It might be cringe. It might sound stupid, but I just think when – like you, we can all read the same chapter and we're all going to come away with different uh, meanings. Okay. Now that you've explained yourself, I understand what you're saying, but initially I was a little uh, confused. Uh, my, my, my engine almost fucking turned <laughs> off. Man. Okay. Well, I, I'm super down to do that for a few reasons. A, it sounds like fun. B, you'll get more from the book you're reading. And C, I'm already doing it, and it'll be easy for me to make that transition. And, and... Plus, your mind will be more sticky, so you'll be able to retain the information better because you'll be able to connect it back to this conversation because we're all like, oh, hype for this book club. Just wanted to throw that in there. 
just what hundred percent. It's so true though. That's the thing. It's like so here's the problem. Like Fleet was like, bro, or he didn't say bro, but in my head he said, Bro, have you like you read Principles by Ray Dalio? And I'm like, Yeah, I read that book. And like I remember one part of it, which was the part and I, I'm forgetting I'm nose diving right now. What was the point that I remember? Anyway, there was a point that I did remember. That you should you should all... you should uh, yeah, not be able to like you should be able to uh, be convinced of any point. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, we're all driving. We're all flying like these 1942 fucking old warplanes with like faulty. Oh my gears. god. Okay, no. Okay, the point I remembered was um, fucking. <laughs> I'm losing it. Oh my god, I had it. Two planes are down god, now. Get it back up, Chris. We can't lose you. Find out why I'm. Find out why you're wrong. That was the point. Here's your homework, Chris. We got to find fucking old plane sounds for the for future shows, like oh nose diving and turning off. So when somebody loses fucking their their stride mid mid uh, ramp, you just play. The- <laughs> I agree. We'll get we'll get on that. Anyway, point of the moral is, I li- I read that big ass book. It was like a week or more, more like a month. Biggest book you've ever seen in your fucking life, and I remembered a sentence out of it. So I think if we did, if we did, if we did a uh, spaces on it, breaking it down, it would be like uh, Ivy said, a little more, a little more sticky. Exactly. We gotta, we gotta like uh, routinely go to fetch because fetch. I don't know what she's doing on her lunch break. She's, she's not jumping in here, man. I want to hear more from fetch. Fetch is like, I don't know. She's like the little cozy fire here, you know. Like you, you know, you just pull up, get your marshmallows out. She just makes you feel nice and comfy. Wow, guys, thank you so much for all the compliments. But part of the reason why I'm not chiming in is because I'm laughing so hard. And I have a very obnoxious, like, loud laugh. It's very embarrassing. And you guys probably wouldn't even be able to hear yourself, like, speaking. So I'm just laughing, sitting here, cracking up. And now, literally every time I see a plane in the sky, and I sort of live by, like, this tiny-ass airport, so, like, there are tiny planes. I'm just going to... Like, oh, look, please, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yes, exactly. I'm going to be like, yo, there's flea nose diving. And also, whenever I get on a space and when I lose my train of thought, which is like all the time, like you guys, I'm just going to like say out loud, like, oh, I'm nose diving and it won't be this space. And they're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're nose diving. So <laughs> that's great, too. And let's see what else. The book club. Yes. Can we please, please do the book club? Because I, well, like you guys love to read, but the whole, I love the whole accountability thing because I tell myself like every day before, every night before bed, you know, I'm going to read like a half hour and either I don't read at all or I only read like five minutes and then I get distracted. So Story I'm like, my life. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so I'm glad I'm not the only one, but I need something like that because I just feel like for some reason I just push reading to the side and there's, and the other problem is I have this very toxic trait of finding all these books that I love. So I order them on Amazon. Then I have oh, like, that's me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I have like all these books. That <laughs> I have all these books that I haven't read and I start reading them and I'm like, wow, I have 10 books that I'm reading at one time and it gets me nowhere. So that's my little rant. <laughs> okay, I got to add to that because I relate so to so many things you said. Uh, my plane's taking off beautifully right now. The engine feels nice and greased. Um, oh, shit, it's starting to fucking hiccup. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. But anyway, um, yeah, I, oh, I, I, there's something that, like, 
amazing or just something comforting about ordering new books. I don't know what it is. It's like a drug. I think that's why like old like Barnes and Noble like hasn't gone out of business because like the whole idea of like buying shit you're never going to read is just never going to die out. You know what I mean? I have so many books. I don't have to, I don't think I have to buy another book for the rest of my life and I'd have shit I could read. And I, there's so many books I haven't read, so many great books. And uh, so I relate so hard on that. Um, the other thing that uh, before it eludes me was uh, that whole nosediving thing. If, if we had like this massive space with like 2,000 people, that shit would like go viral, that whole nosedive. People will be saying that shit left and right because it's such a great way to describe like, you know, what happens to everybody. Um, and then lastly, the whole book club thing, I, I, I want to do it like, I don't know if we have any like web developers or just, I don't know, Chris, you're good at organizing shit, but I want to like combine the best of both worlds with like writing and reading. So w whether we have like some private site where with the book we're reading after each chapter, we, we hop on and we kind of write down and submit what we learned or what we got from that chapter. And then we, we uh, meet up on spaces and kind of read each other's like randomly read each other's uh, kind of entries. You know what I mean? You can do it in You're in like the middle of like a Star Wars movie. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what that was, but I want that sound effect because I'll be scaring motherfuckers on space. It's, uh, it's a voice transmitter. Uh, like, you change the voice if you try it on. Like, if you click on the, uh, like, a stick, magical stick yeah. icon. Maybe don't do that. Maybe turn that off. Because... Yo, what the heck is going on? It sounds like you in a stadium. Yeah. I, I... I'm sorry, guys. I, I forgot to turn it off, actually. I was just like playing with it while you were speaking. Yeah. Uh, okay. Very well. Oh, wait, hold up. Hold up. He had a point about the notion, though. I, wa I was curious about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can create the notion to, to like, put our uh, book notes in there. Like, you don't need to create the website. Yeah, we can just invite people in there. And, uh, yeah, we get like yeah. a private notion going. That would be cool. And uh, set it up like w with each book, and then uh, like I guess we all have access to that that notion, and uh, I, I think that would be great. So yeah, no, sorry, oh, my bad, Chris. No, I no, just wanted don't. to say I, I saved Artem's plane there. Just <laughs> 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 thought it was funny. You got it. Yeah, Ivy is uh, people people might not know, but Ivy is a certified airplane mechanic. Okay, reset the room right quick. All facts. But here's the thing. So, um, doing it by chapter is a... Chris, we have eight people in here. There's no need to reset the room. Bro, I'm literally joking. Like, it's not... Like, if I reset the room, I would, like, say the <laughs> title of the space, like, what time we do. You might as well do it now. Just fucking reset the room. Go ahead. Hey, everyone, this is STB Radio. We're building in the bear. We're live every single day. Please turn on notifications if you love this kind of content. Today we're speaking with Flea, IV, Code, Artem, and Fetch. And shout out to the audience members. We have STB Radio Twitter. They look like a scam. Don't touch that account. And we also have Shadows. He's been a supporter. You gotta love to see that. That was gorgeous. That, that was, was gorgeous. Good. That was good. I gotta say again before my engine turns off, because my engine just seems to just turn off more than it's more than it's on. I don't know how that's possible, but I don't know, man. I, I really uh, appreciate uh, everybody here. Uh, I feel like this is something that I, I could do consistently. Uh, code, IV, Fetch is like, I, I, I have like a professional crush on Fetch. Like, she's just so cool, man. Like, I, I just, I just, not like that, all right? Code using that thing. But I don't know. I just, I just love when she's around and uh, 
I, I hope we do this more often, man. Yeah, wait, hold on, hold on. I just gotta say something because we kind of all got that memo once you called her your cozy campfire. I just have to say that. <laughs> Great. I point. love it, guys. I love it. Thank you so much. You have no no idea how much you guys are just making me happy. Like being in this space is just. I look forward to it because I know before it was at like a different time, maybe like two or something. And that time's really hard for me. Like I could probably listen in, but I wouldn't so much be able to speak and uh, share my great thoughts with you guys. And you guys hear my laugh and stuff, but I appreciate that so much that you said that it, it truly just made my day. So thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, don't start with that shit, man. <laughs> so you told me last space to do it randomly in one of my Not spaces. Not to this one. This is fucking beautiful, man. We're having we're having a good time here. Everything's flowing. We're learning. We're talking about this future book club we're about to develop. And you fucking cue that music. Well, Fetch just hit us with bombs. I love to hear it. Real quick, let me get these few points out, okay? So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm just waiting for IV to chip in here. But here's the thing. Uh, the, the book thing, I we're going to do it. My only one feedback is doing it by chapter is the best idea, but the reality is I probably won't do that. But definitely a synopsis of the book entirely. Doing it by chapter just makes more sense. Like you're right. It's just like, I don't know if I have the discipline to do it. Maybe we'll, we'll have to read a book on that and then I'll be able to do it, ironically enough. But the next point I wanted to make, and we can discuss that too. Um, one thing that can help you from dropping out of the sky is to use notes on spaces. Like if I don't have my Mac and my notes open, I would not, would not be able to host just simply cannot host. The only reason I remembered the thing about Ray Dalio is I have it written down. And the next point I wanted to make is completely unrelated, but this guy named fried chicken and waffles is blowing me up on discord. And here's the thing that's funny about that is that this guy's launched. So here's the thing. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but there's like probably 40 founders in the space who just continually launch projects like time and time again under different names. And they all take off because they got the marketing strategy down pat. And this is one of them. And he's telling me about this project that I need to share for him. And he'll give me a bunch of spots. And the name of this project is called Cockbags with a Z. That's, I don't know, maybe bullish. So it's a, it's a, it's a bag like a burlap sack, actually, with a rope around it and a rooster on it. So if you see cock bags on OpenSea, just know that I have the in early. But we can go back Yo, to... Yo, sign me up. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, uh, sorry, Abby. You want in on cock bags? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, you know it. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on here. Why is Chris talking about cock bags, and why is Fetch so enthusiastic about cock bags? Fan of roosters, I suppose. Burlap bags, maybe. Doug, come on now. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Rooster bags. There we go, Chris. All yeah, right, all right. To, with the whole notes thing, man, you, what are you trying to do? Put Ivy out of business, dude? Like, he's he's the he's the certified fucking airplane mechanic of the group, and you're over here trying to, like, help us get our engines, you know, consistently going. You know, I, you know, I, it's, how do you feel about that? You know, it's funny, Flea. I'm actually using the exact strategy that he just gave out. So he's just kind of... Me too. If, <laughs> he's internally messing up our systems here. You know, it's actually funny when he said that. I instantly looked at where it said uh, he called her a cozy campfire. 
<laughs> I literally yeah, wrote so you had that one. You had that one loaded, ready to go, huh? Just waiting for the opportunity to say, Flea has a crush on Fetch. Dude, that was in the clip. How could I miss out on that opportunity there? Like, I had to shoot the shot. I said professional crush, man. There's a big difference, all right? Same, they're the same. All right, Artem with the hand up, yes. <laughs> Chris, Chris, correct me up so much when you said, like, maybe bullish coke bets. Uh, yeah, uh, about, like, you were telling, like, I think, Chris, it was you, that you were telling, like, in private dinners uh, with founders, like, you can hear so much shit about, like, how they're, like, I totally, like, can relate to that. When I talk, like, and usually I, I talk to Russian founders because, like, when I was in Russia, uh, like, like it, it's kind of the, the way it is. Uh, okay, of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, like, I was talking to Russian founders, like, uh, like, and almost none of them are legit. Like, I was, like, uh, talking to this guy, like, literally, like, three weeks ago. It was on, um, what was it called, like, Telegraph. I was talking to him, and he was like, yeah, we're launching this project, a casino project. If it's not going to go well, I'm going to go rug. And I'm like, what, bro? Like, okay, I didn't tell it to him. I'm like, uh, like, why do you think of the fucking rug, like, whenever, like, you start? Like, you, you fucking started. Like, you already thinking about how to rug. Like, I'm not going to work with these people, like, of course. Like, especially, like, when you think, like, straight away about rugging. Like, I cannot even relate to these people. Like, I, like, honestly think that they lack the brains to do stuff properly. And that's why they're going to, like, just rugging. Like, they don't have original ideas or they don't have, like, anything of that sort. Or, like, they don't have great execution. So the only thing they have is, like, uh, like spamming GMs and uh, like uh, eventually rugging on this marketing. Uh, I don't know. Like there is so much shit in this space, but I hope like we're gonna grow out of it. Honestly. No, I feel that. I'm not say I wouldn't say that I'm overly shocked to hear that Russians on Telegram are rugging. That sounds per par for the course. And to be fair though, I would say I I, I see a lot of. Telegrams being rather uh, conspicuous or something like that. Um, what I wanted to say, let me refer to my notes. Okay, oh yeah, thank you notes. My plane was going down. My, my notes saved me. I love that. What I was going to say is that I actually wrote a note on this, which is kind of depressing because it's such a basic note, but I wanted to bring it up. I'm wondering if we should host a space just because it might be fun. Or maybe this is more of a Discord thing where like, you read your notes from the space. And it sounds stupid, I know, but I feel like they would be hilarious. Like, reading my notes, like, any respect you have for me, you might get lost in translation because my notes are so pathetic. I mean, aren't we getting a fucking taste of that now? Why do we need the notes? Fair, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind copping a look at IV notes. I just want to see them. <laughs> Damn, no, that was That's just like. That's like, the, I'm going to get fucking disgusting right now, but that's like t you taking a shit and you, now you want to show us the toilet paper. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I love it. I, I love mean, it. hey, all right. <laughs> I don't have a well, note. I don't have a note for that. I don't have a note for that. Well, you know, <laughs> I have a note for everything. So I would love to share my notes. Honestly, Chris, if you want to go back and forth, you'll see a lot of cozy campfires in there. You know, I can, <laughs> I have all sorts of stuff, <laughs> but love it. I love it.
Okay. Ivy, what is uh, what does Ivy stand for? Is that just Roman numeral four, or because your name is Four Running? Do you own a, like a Forerunner, a Toyota Forerunner? What's the story there? I love I love that. You know, it should be that, but it's not, unfortunately. So <laughs> I actually have had IV for like years. I mean, I used to put it in front of like everything for my gamer tag for like Call of Duty. I had all sorts of stuff I used it for, like any game I played, and then. It kind of just kept going with my social medias, and it stands for intrinsic value. I made that like switch up, ah, like yeah, I love it. like that intrinsic value, man. I just I got all the value. Always come to me. I can just <laughs> picture your banner, like your PFP, like sitting down gaming with like an actual like hospital IV next to you, like just pumping you full of fucking vitamins. It's G fuel usually. You know, I'm usually just wired and just completely cracked out of my mind when I'm gaming. <laughs> You're another one of uh, my favorite people in this space, man. Just gotta let you know. I don't give out flowers, all right? I, usually it's like a fucking half-dying carnation that you can't even put in water, so... <laughs> you know, I just want to... <laughs> Code, Code, has, Code has his uh, window open of his plane right now. <laughs> no, nah, but Flea, all love, brother. You know, I feel the same thing about you. Like, every time I'm talking to someone and we're talking about authenticity, you are literally the prime example I bring up every time. Because you're just, you're just you. And that's what I love about it. Thank you, brother. Loving the plane. <laughs> Loving the what plane. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Cole has his window open, man. He's, he's, he's just cruising right now. He's thinking. That's a good visual. Visual. So here's the. So listen, I got. I gotta ask my boy Flea this. And fetch and IV and even Artem, if he wants to come to our book space, or code. Everyone. So the book space is happening, right? We're gonna have to discuss this further, one hundred percent. And the question becomes, you know, Flea made that, and I'm, I'm hung up on this. I'm sorry, I'm bringing this up again, but I'm hung up on it. Can we do the book? Review the book, and if you want to do chapters, do the chapter. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, we're not asking for a you know a fucking you know seventeen paragraph like summary. It's just like like just say what I think it helps with retention. Is like when you're done with the chapter, you open Notion and just like okay, just a five year old sitting next to you. Here's a new debate. Here's a new debate. About. I have a new debate for you. I'm cutting you off because I have a new debate that changes the game and like. This is an argument I've had with so many people, okay, when I bring this up. And, like, I know. I'm just waiting to get grilled on this, okay? Here's the thing. I sit down, and, I, and like, I, um, I, I, I do audiobooks, right? I listen. And, and, and sometimes I'm listening in the car, but what I do at red light, I, I open my app, my notes app, and I, like, take notes from things that I've heard, right? So I, I take notes along the whole process, and I don't know when the fuck a chapter ends, you know what I'm saying? I don't know where I'm at. I'm just in the book. You're here with chapters. Well, you're not supposed to drink when you read, Chris. <laughs> Why? Are you telling me it doesn't stop and say, like, now entering chapter four? And then, no. like, says the name? No. Oh. This is what happens when you buy bootleg books, Ivy. This motherfucker's buying books off these, like, Russian scam sites. Oh, my God. I hit me up on Telegram, and I, I subscribe. Listen. Here's the thing. A lot of times when you get the audiobook, it's actually the author who reads it. And sometimes there's like bonus stuff. Like I just, um, quote unquote, read, listened to the latest one by Dave Goggins. And there was like little podcast segments between chapters. There I say it. Stay hard. <laughs> that was golden. 
You motherfuckers, <laughs> you motherfuckers in Web three. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna write some shit because uh, I, I I'm gonna do some Goggins fucking uh, little uh, bits, bro. Because I, I when I'm with my friends, like we we were reading that book at one point, and uh, at work I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like, you motherfuckers always showing up late. I don't know. I gotta. I'm gonna stop. My my plane's nose diving, but I guess you guys understand. Okay. I'm gonna need to get some new sound effects on my board because I need a plane. Like that needs to happen. So, Flea, <laughs> do you have sound effects? Like you're you're some one of a producer. Um, uh, no, I'm actually in the process of uh, trying to get. Uh, the like a new road mic. Um, my god! Get... Oh my fuck! Damn it! I'm gonna go with the shore. I'm gonna go with the shore and then get that road, uh, that little mixing uh, board or whatever. The roadcaster. Yeah, I'm gonna get that with the with the shore mic just to set up or whatever. And then I'm probably gonna that's just gonna make me whip out like the my Ableton push. I don't know if anybody knows what uh, anybody here knows what that is, but I'm probably gonna get my music shit going again and just I don't know. Just start getting creative, man. I, that's the that's the tragic part of this space is like it's mostly ninety nine percent of it is art. It's like actual like, and I don't. I mean, I can draw. Like actually, fun fucking fact. Like I I got like art awards in like high school and shit, but um, I never touched a pencil or or fucking like paint after that. So I I'm like so rusty. But uh, anyway, the point I was trying to make was like music and uh, like an nfts don't really like you know it's not a medium for nfts man is uh for music rather it's all, all about or anybody trying to tell you it's about music is just fucking grifting dude like i don't know am i wrong well, i don't know how you uh because well, like art like owning a piece of art you know like on the wall versus like music like music is just it's something that your ears it's not really tangible you can't like hold it in your hand you know what i mean like an actual piece of art what are you gonna hold a fucking vinyl but the, it doesn't play the music while you're holding it you know what i mean so i think that's what's like the, the challenging part of music and nfts I, and i i i don't know i think what will happen is just like artists will just maybe either some of them can draw or they do art and they'll share that with their with their uh like listeners or you know they'll try to token gate which i don't even think you need web3 to do right you have like login and password and shit like that uh that's another topic of web3 being uh solutions in search of problems but anyway uh the plane's starting to shake uh i hear a weird noise <laughs> coming from the engine so i gotta get to it wait can you um can you let me know if this is a good plane noise i just recorded this <laughs> That's fantastic. It's good. It just needs to be a little more clear. Like, uh, yeah. are you playing it from across the room? <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the plane in my roadcaster. Like, this is happening. We need this. That was a good one, though, Code. I, that was a good sound. It just sounds far away. <clears throat> um, I, I actually just while we're on the plane talk, you know, we're gonna hop off that for a second because <laughs> Flea, to me, you know, everyone says music is a form of art. And you, like you said, you can't like feel it or like see it. But the thing is, like you can, like it is. Like to me, music is kind of tangible because you get to feel that vibe, the emotion being conveyed from that music. And you can't hang it up, but you can play it from a speaker in the corner, and that's gonna like I, absorb I, the whole room. 
I love you, but I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta keep you sharp, man. And you're using, you're saying, and what did you say? Tangible, right? You say, you say the word tangible, and then you fucking, you give the whole opposite like definition of it in the way you're describing it. It's literally not tangible. You can't hold music unless you're holding like Kanye West fucking masters in your hand. Like that's the only tangible form of like music you know what i mean no, but watch but watch but watch you can feel the vibes though you know what i mean you can yeah, feel but you the can't, you can't hold a vibe in your hand you can't you can't put a vibe on the blockchain that and fucking sell it you know what i mean oh, okay if so i just visual. okay let me take this a different angle let me take this a different approach because actually i recently worked with a project that is a music nft and the approach they're taking so they they've partnered with whatever label and they have the rights to a song by Rihanna. And basically, if you mint this NFT, you get like a 0.001% royalty for life of this thing. So like you own... Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem with all of Web3, all of this bullshit is that... And this is why I don't think mortgages and all this shit people say, well, it's never going to happen is because when you have the top one of the top guys in the space get his fucking wallet hacked... Right? What happens if you have your mortgage in a wallet and somebody fucking hacks your wallet? What do you lose your mortgage? Like no real company is going to uh, is just going to have that. They're not going to want that. It's impossible. I think there's solutions for that though. Would there not be? What's the solution? Like a multi-sig where you had like seven signatures needed to be on this transaction for it to go through. That makes sense. Uh, actually, actually, like the solution to it is to make it centralized because mortgage is like actually Full centralized. circle. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, Artem, but if it's centralized, like, why not just keep it the way it is? There's no what what because it sucks it right now. Solve? It's bullshit. Listen, I when I no, bought no, my no. Uh, actually the the, the the like the uh, advantages of it will be interoperability because uh, like if you take a mortgage, uh, you can like actually use it as something else like for example someone gives you the mortgage like he can use it as an asset to like rent something out or like in Ave or whatever uh yeah interoperability you can like, still do that now though you can still put your house up for collateral in so many different ways um yeah and, well, and if but you like, have chris, to do, like a million papers no yeah but i mean with chris with the multi-sig imagine like you want to do something with your mortgage nft and now you need seven motherfuckers to get in. You have to get in contact with people so all seven of these motherfuckers can get to the ledger and sign for you. Like, you, you might as well wait for the paperwork that we're trying to avoid. Yeah, fair. So, but here's the thing. You, like, fair. And, like, seven might be a dramatic number. More likely to be, like, the homeowner and, like, the bank and, like, the lawyer or something like that. Yeah, good luck trying to get all the all three of those guys fucking in the same, you know. Well, they're trying to, if they're trying to get paid, I mean, you would think yeah, there would be a I system. Yeah, I know. But this is the thing. Uh, and I always go back to, I think I heard Frank say this, and he heard it from maybe like one of the fucking like uh, founders of Apple or whatever. And it's like, if you can't 10x something, why do it? If it's not 10 times better, why are you doing it? You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to, it's not going to change the game if it's not going to 10x. Like the iPhone 10x, maybe 100x, the, like the, the mobile phone experience. You know what I mean? Th those are the kind of things, and it's obvious. Like chat GPT, these things are so obvious that they're game changing. Like, NFTs, everybody says we're early. We're not fucking early. It's been years this shit has been going. You know what I mean? And like people dab and I love when like people get excited, oh, like a company's coming in or they're they're filing a trademark. A lot of these companies play defense. They're just protecting their IP and protecting like their asses. That's that's what it is at the end of the day. Well, that one in particular, I'll get off the mortgage thing. But um, the the big brands coming in is kind of maybe the 
it's almost ironic that we're excited about it because like is that not counterintuitive to the entire thing here like isn't the whole thing like power like to the people from the big organizations and businesses but then we're like oh fuck the only way our bags go up is if we get these big guys in here exactly and it comes full circle to the whole it's about me everyone's just focused on themselves it's not about bettering the experience or the technology it's like majority of people just want to see bad go up and you know what i don't give a fuck i'm one of them i just want to fucking be able to delete this fucking (laughs) app one day come back as like my actual self follow you motherfuckers in real life we all meet up we have some drinks and we laugh the shit away flea we're in the metaverse bro like you're following me we are we you know what everybody talks about they're building the metaverse no motherfucker Twitter and your PFP, that's your fucking, that's your avatar, and we're navigating this fucking metaverse game, and we're dodging scammers and grifters and assholes like Josh. It's all fucking, it's it's all a game. I swear, metaverse, I hate this so much. It was supposed to be like fucking one metaverse, and now everyone is creating their ultiverse, fucking verse, uh, Jesus verse, whatever the fuck it is. It's like, uh, what the fuck, bro? It's supposed to be one meta verse. <laughs> like, uh. yeah, I'm not well versed in the metaverse game. I don't know what's going on. I was just, I was hoping that the um, spark something and flee, and it went the complete opposite way. So I was I was actually quite surprised about that. You know, uh, despite the fact that I do want number go up, like. The one thing that doesn't change, whether it's on Twitter or it's anything that I build in, in my life, uh, even my pursuit of music, uh, it's all in pursuit of connection, man. You know, like like being able to vibe with an audience, being able to vibe with a community. Um, I think that that's invaluable, man. I, I really enjoy that, man. I, I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. Um, so, yeah, that, that that's that's my why. I love that. And we're social beings, so that just makes sense. And I, that's why I could totally connect with you on that, Lee. Bro, I read a book about that. I couldn't tell you a damn thing from it, but I did. And so I, I know it's uh, what you're saying is true. Fleet probably read the same it, book, to be honest. Let me go back through my Audible right quick. It, it, it is true. What, book, what books are you guys currently reading? Let me, uh, I'm going to start writing shit down. Let's start, let's start with Chris. Uh, we'll go to I. Let's just go down the line. If you have a book, fucking just say it. Um, I well, I don't. I'm finishing one up, but I, I don't. I, I here's the thing. I want to. I actually want to revisit some of these old books that I read and do an analysis on them. Okay, so am I next? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm reading the Art of Rhetoric, the Aristotle version of it. Because, you know, I just want to get better at speaking and writing. And since, you know, we're on Twitter, I feel like it was like a perfect book for me to kind of start with the foundations, you know, dive a little bit into the past. How is it so far? It's a banger. It's kind of hard to leave or leave, read, because it's kind of like the meditations, you know, they write it kind of in that Why don't tone. You do an audio book. Copy and paste the shit into chat GPT and just say simplify this and see see what it fucking pumps out <laughs> or say or say rewrite this in the style of Tim Ferriss or something like that Tim Ferriss hey you know I actually might have to do that and try that out cuz <laughs> that actually sounds like something that could help so yeah w code you reading anything he's too busy fucking with the wind of that plane <laughs> <laughs> yo i got 
I got some books that I need to get back to. I can't front. Um, I need to. Which read... ones on the forefront of your mind that like uh, you really want to get to? Uh, I don't know. Put them on the spot. Top two. Top probably, two. Go uh, ahead. Feel like an artist by Austin Kleon. That's a that's a fucking classic. Yeah, and, and um, guess what? I read it and don't remember shit from it. Like Chris, Chris, we have that disease, man. I don't remember shit. We need a new system, Chris. We need a new system, man. That's the thing. That's what these spaces are gonna do. We're gonna do spaces. I'm gonna write my little articles, make TikToks on them, whatever it is, and like that's gonna help solidify the thing. I do want to say I want to get back in. I want to reread for the second, third time, Atomic Habits. I'm actually reading that now. That's the book that I'm currently on. Um, fetch, and then we'll go to Artem. It's funny you said that because I'm rereading that as well. Nice. But, yeah. Also, if a book really resonates with me, I like to read it a couple times. So the mm-hmm. other one is Mindset. The I think it's then it's like the new Psychology of Success. Yeah. I think that's yeah. That's, that's another a, book I have that I haven't fucking read that I yeah. bought like two years ago. <laughs> Yep. See, I actually did buy that a while ago and it was sitting on my bookshelf and I was like, huh, this one looks like a good one to read. And also, uh, Think and Grow Rich. I'm rereading that Classic. one again. That was like the first like book. I think it was that and Personal Power by Anthony Ooh, Robbins. Those are like yes. the first two yes. books like that I read when I was like 18 that like started me off on like this fucking never ending journey of just, I don't know, always trying to figure some shit out never feeling like you're but that's another story i i love it <laughs> i love it but uh real quick guys i have to get back to work it was so nice jumping in the space and if you guys are here tomorrow at the same time i'll be here and flee since you said you're an artist or a painter i'd love if you could draw me like a little like cozy campfire scene that'd be pretty cool i will um, i will perfect thank you so much okay, let's go <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks for having me on. Later, Fetch. All right. Bye. All love. All love. Uh, Artem, what do you got? Uh, Essentialism. The book is called Essentialism. So it's a pretty easy book to read. So you're not going to forget. uh, (laughs) Great. Uh, And I actually read it. So it's a great book. Yeah, it's very easy to digest. Uh, And like, uh, basically, like, just like the name of the book, it always iterates on one point. Focus on one fucking thing at the time. Yeah, and that's the whole point. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's a great book. I would recommend everyone to read it. It will take like you like two days max. Uh, so practical too. It's so practical. Yeah. It's not like this wishy-washy bullshit. He's not. I, I hate when authors like create like try to create terms and and, and shit like that. Like all oh, the. The seven steps to this or that. It's just like, dude, you, are you writing copy or are you trying to teach me something? You know? So I, I think essentialism is really well written. I, that's another one I have to revisit. I remember it being about focusing on just like one thing, but the way he articulates it and the way he hammers it home, uh, it's really good. So good yeah. fucking recommendation, yeah. man. I'm going to have to check this out, but I just wanted to toss in here to help you guys, you know, not forget the shit you're reading. (laughs) I have two great retention things or two great questions that makes your mind more sticky. I talk about that a lot because, you know, when you're reading, you want to retain the shit that you're learning. You got to make your mind sticky. Two are two questions that can do that for you. Why am I reading this? What might I need this information for? So as you're reading that book, you just answer those questions and you're always connecting the information back to those answers or back to those questions. 
and then you're gonna that'll help you actually remember it. Just try it out. What's the second you, question? What might I need this information for? It helps you like connect it back to your like life or your career, which like gives it more of an emotion. Because when you tie a thought to an emotion, it makes you like actually remember it ten times more. Like I've I've used that like my whole life now. It's amazing. Sick. I dig it. I dig it. Chris, do you want to wrap up at one o'clock? Since we lost our cozy campfire. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, we're half hour over. Not not that over is a bad thing, but it's just a fact of life. So, so you gotta close it out. <laughs> well, we got three minutes. If there's any final thoughts, what are we thinking about? Uh, my final thoughts is closing it out. Fair enough. What will be the book we are gonna look at first in the book club? Because I'm super pumped up for it. I think we'll we'll uh, we'll kind of let it germinate a little bit, and uh, if you have any recommendations. You know, maybe DM Chris or uh, I don't know. Is he in the, the, the group, Chris? No, but he can be. Well, yeah. So, I mean, maybe just shoot it out to the group. <laughs> Who's with the fucking drums? Is that you, Chris? Of course it is. Who else would it be? Yeah, <laughs> right? Fucking Canadians and their drums. How about Canada, eh? Hey, I, you know what? This is a, a thought that like my motor went off on earlier when you guys were talking about it, but uh, it was about the whole Josh situation. And I was like, you really have to suck as a human being to get Canadians to dislike you because <laughs> Canadians just fucking, they're just like so kind. <laughs> I'm one of the bad ones, man. I'm one of the bad ones. Yeah, Captain Redbeard. <laughs> 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 no, man, it's flames, yo. It's flames. Yo, yo, oh, yeah. yeah. That's right, Red Flames. Oh man! Oh, Chris, you're, you're you're a national treasure too. You really are. I'm just rewriting the uh, Ivy's questions down neatly because I was just like jotting them down. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try this shit. What? Hey, go work. Need this information for then I might not read anything because I might not need this information for anything. <laughs> I mean, that's a very good point. I try to be intentional with the books I pick, to be honest. You should be. It's not about the quantity. It's all about the quality, man. You don't want to read 100 books when really you can get the same value from five. So. Like, that's actually a good point. It's kind of like like I read Platforms, which is about building your personal brand. And then I read The Art of War, which is kind of the same thing, which is really relevant to what I'm doing right now. All right. Well, Chris, you know, I think you have the green light to close it up. Well, Flea and I enjoy silence sometimes. Like, silence is like comfortable silence is really underrated and you don't get it on spaces. So I'm kind of just basking in the comfortable silence for a minute. Yeah, you're hilarious, man. <laughs> you like to marinate in this, don't you? Like this is, this is killer right now. How are you guys feeling? I was just waiting for the music to come out of nowhere at this point now, like. <laughs> okay. an STD. Uh, yeah, when I edit my videos, I can edit those out.
This is STB Radio, Building Journey Bear. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow.